Welcome to the Radio 191 FM podcast. A weekly catch-up with a different executive member each week, talking about what they do, what they have done, and any other exciting things going on at OUSA. It's Executive Chairs. Uh, there's, there's never short of excitement around OUSA at all. Um, so this morning I'm joined by political representative Francesca Dykes. Morena to you. Morena, thank you for having me this morning. You are more than welcome. Thanks for coming in, getting up early. Indeed. And making your way into campus to talk to us this morning. Right, political rep. What, what is it? What do you do? Like, I mean, you know, political. I mean, how much representation do we need uh, in terms of politics? That's an excellent question. I mean, I'd like to think we need quite a bit of representation. The student body is quite a large one. I think we make up like I don't know, four hundred thousand people across mm-hmm. the country. Yes. Um, OUSA represents the approximately twenty thousand people who are at the University of Otago. So, um, hopefully, we do a good job of representing everyone's opinions. Obviously, it's always a you know a challenge. There's not one. Um, kind of homogenous student opinion yeah. on any given issue so um, it's a bit about um, kind of trying to you know do some research talk to some people and figure out what the general gist about what people think is on various different issues mm-hmm. um, and also kind of you know we always take a bit of a like um, I guess harm based approach to whatever we do so it's always yeah. about like reducing harm to the student community where possible um, that's how I <laughs> So you're essentially a lobbyist. Essentially, which is funny in a weird way, because it wouldn't necessarily have been what I was like expecting <laughs> uh, yeah. to be doing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, essentially, like all the submissions we write are in a way, they are essentially lobbying for student interest. Yeah. Not in a kind of like, not nice, you know, I feel like lobbyists have a bad rap. Well, they do. Um, yes. Because you, th- you but, think lobbyists, you think big pharma, you think oil. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we're not big food. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we are doing it in a hopefully good way for good outcomes for students, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is essentially a lobbying role, which is really, it's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, let's look at just like one of the submissions you made recently, um, the Smoke-Free Environments and yes. Regulated Product Products. Amendment Bill, mm-hmm. vaping. Uh, Your favourite topic. You wrote, yeah, that's right. You wrote a, a submission on behalf of OUSA, so mm. therefore on behalf of the student body. Exactly. Um, how do you come to the conclusion on things like this? How do you, uh, do you canvas student opinion uh, or is this just talking to each other, the executive, and, and come up with, with a, you know, a, a stance to go by how, how do you get yeah um, so it's a bit of both so in like obviously the ideal scenario would be that we'd put all of these out to like a detailed referendum and everyone would give us our opinions yeah naturally that's not going to happen no, no. Um, so it's a mixture of things so I think for vaping in particular now now all future submissions there's a submissions committee that's been set up and we can co-op specific people onto that submissions committee to give like relevant perspectives yeah. so for vaping if we were to do it again we might look to get some um, you know health science based students mm-hmm. students who vape themselves like yeah. a different a range of perspectives um, the, com- the submissions committee wasn't set up at the point of writing that submission so that particular one didn't go to there but I think we took it to Wellcom I collaborated with Michaela who's our welfare and equity representative yeah. and I also talked a bit to Emily who's academic but she also studies public health so like trying to get people who have relevant opinions all of the submissions that get written go via the executive for feedback Mm -hmm. Um, and when like deciding whether to submit on something at all like vaping was one of those um, submissions where we're like should we be submitting on this is this kind of like um, within our scope and kind of the conclusion was that there's plenty of students out there who vape who are going to be interested in 
you know, who are going to be affected by the impacts of this legislation. So we should be having a voice on yeah. it. You know, we read through and we're like, you know, generally we are okay with this. There's a few things where we think this could lead to, you know, adverse outcomes for students in terms of like. Um, not having access to different vape flavours and the inequity that that could potentially create having to go to specific locations Uh um, which might be out of reach for students Um, so that was um, you know one of the major points we made in that but and a lot of times like we might not be making um, really drastic statements in relation to it we might not be like being like we think this is terrible like you know it's not very often that we're taking a really really um, extreme stance on something it's often like we think this is good think about what it could mean for students here's a few thoughts around that have you had much blowback from certain sectors of students can you know um, from a submission you've made because they're they're against it and they don't see uh, that you're representing them not specifically that I've heard about I think the vaping one did attract a little bit of attention. Yeah. I think it was a bit like, you know, does OUSA hate vapes? But if you read our submission, like that's not what we said yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know, obviously it's all personal opinion, but I don't yeah. think that's what the majority of OUSA exec members think at all. And yeah, so, and it's always tricky because, yeah, as I said, no homogenous student opinion. So there is always going to be people who don't agree. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's, it's a tricky line to walk, making sure we're balancing. Yes. Um, overall kind of best interest of students and not, you know, overstepping. You don't want to tell them what's good for them, eh? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it is a tricky line, like, absolutely, because it's like, yeah, and even if we did ask absolutely everyone, we wouldn't get any kind of, you wouldn't get a collective response. It's no. like, students definitively think that clause 2.7 <laughs> needs to be changed to this. Like, surprise. Yeah, surprise. Um, <laughs> Uh, right, it's politics week. Yes, it's your it time is. to shine. Oh my god, finally we're here. <laughs> my life's work has come to fruition. <laughs> Feels like it anyway. Uh, there's a whole swag of events this week, um, mm-hmm. kicking off on Tuesday, really. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, there's an election on and two referendum. Yeah, referenda. oh my god. Like, um, so it's a big political year. Mm-hmm. It's uh, really and then we get to watch the American election as well. So yeah, that's a little yeah. bonus. You can cry and laugh from a distance. Yeah, cry. I love crying. <laughs> Um, okay, so you're, you're looking at everything, uh, end of life choice, um, uh-huh. f- fact, there's a forum. Uh-huh. Um, did you invite family first? No, we didn't specifically <laughs> invite family first. So the way we pulled together our forums, both for cannabis and euthanasia, was we wanted to take a really kind of strong, I guess you can say evidence-based approach that we were looking for experts. We've got a great lineup for both events that feature quite a lot of um, Otago University lecturers, uh-huh. which is really cool because, I mean, we have great people yes. at the university and we yes. may as well capitalise on the fact that they're here and available 100%. to talk to students. Yeah. Some of them we're bringing down from Wellington because they're based at the campus there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we focused on having people who were kind of experts in their field who had done research um, and we took some recommendations from other people who we had identified as kind of being I guess, in the know about these subjects yeah. as to who might be good people to speak and you know, I'm really happy that we've got quite um, a range of perspectives, particularly for cannabis. I feel like there's lots of different people there's different people from different backgrounds who can kind of provide who can speak to kind of different issues in relation to it and different perspectives but you've got some for and some against in both forms um I think so. We we did we didn't pick people based on whether they were voting whether they personally supported the legislation yeah. or didn't. Um, for cannabis, 
Um, we've got a few people who haven't declared whether their how their perspectives fall, um, and so I don't know if they're yeses or noes, but other people are yeses. And then for euthanasia, yeah, it's one of three two, I think yes yeah. no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we didn't pick them for the view, the ultimate view they held, but more for the perspective they could provide on yeah. the basis that this isn't like a fight to the death of who can make it sound the most persuasive as to whether or not the legislation is good or bad or whether you should vote yes or no. It's much more about providing a range of perspectives and information so that students can take all of that information and be like, okay, does this sound like something I agree with or yeah. not? Yeah. Um, yeah, because we need because there is a lot of misinformation out there on both of these issues. Yeah, and it's really important to get a clear and precise mm-hmm. um, fact-based views. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's quite a lot of scaremongering about the legislation oh, in both instances. That's like, why Family First isn't coming. It's kind of um, <laughs> incredible, and but even within kind of um, more reputable fields, people who perhaps haven't fully read the cannabis yes. um, legislation and control bill, legalization and control bill, for example, you know. It's a big document, and it most is. people haven't read it, don't have necessarily a comprehensive understanding of it, yeah. and so can kind of say things that are actually dealt with in the bill, but are not they don't, themselves aren't sure about that. Yes, yes. So it's good to be having like very clear information. Indeed, indeed, because there are a lot, especially in the media, that, uh, and mm-hmm. it's been fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really <laughs> add to the entertainment <laughs> for this year. Uh, right, youth wing debate tomorrow mm-hmm. and political clubs as well. Yes. How many um, how many parties have clubs on campus? Ooh, great question. Um, so there's a mixture of OUSA affiliated and not. So I yes. think there's five, four, four. I think Top is about to become an OUSA affiliated yes. club. Um, so I think there's four or five. I know ACT is not an OUSA affiliated club because they're quite small in Dunedin. There's only a couple of members. Yeah. Um, and I'm not so sure about the uh, other smaller parties, but the major ones, so NZ First, Greens, Labour, National, now Top, yeah. all have... OUSA or soon to be OUSA affiliated ish clubs and then act was around. I know the um, um oh, who was it? Uh not values party. Um there was another one, old school that did really well in the nineteen eighties. Social credit? Yeah, social, social credit. credit is very present on campus. You yes. see their pamphlets a lot. Yes, yes, yes. And they're um, trying to I think they they want to do a club. Yeah, and I think they if they want to, obviously we're more than happy to have them. We did um we both reached out to the youth wings and also kind of other politically associated clubs. So yep. we invited um Pulsar, Gen Vote, um C, the International Socialists. Yeah. Um whoever was on the list of politically themed clubs that yeah, I received, yeah, yeah. was invited. Social oh. Credit got 21% of the vote in 1981. Oh, goodness. But it was first past the post, so they got no one in Parliament. Oh, uh, sad, sad days. <laughs> but isn't that amazing? Not with MMP. But that's quite big, you know. That's the third biggest party of all time to get that kind of, those kinds of numbers. Mm. Um, okay, what about New Zealand Public Party? Have they... Oh, slash advance party? I can yeah. never remember who the leader of the New Zealand Public Party is. Sorry, I think his name's Brian, but I'm not uh, sure. Billy TK. Oh, Billy TK. There you yeah, go. Brian yeah. was not very close, but no, no, no. <laughs> well, both start with the B. Uh, yes. And, of course, Jamie Lee Ross. Yes, the illustrious Jamie Lee Ross. <laughs> yeah, they're not going? Uh, uh, I don't think so. Well, I mean, I don't know that they have a, um, a youth Dunedin wing yeah. for us to invite. But they did feature in the magazine. They are there. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, there's the magazine. That's right. We're yes, we've published a magazine. You've published um, a magazine. Shout out to Critic. Turns out publishing a magazine is a lot of work. Yes. A lot of work. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, so we, um, pretty much the magazine is, is designed to be a sort of 
crash course in everything you need to know about the election in the least patronising way possible. Yeah. Um, so we've covered all of the Dunedin candidates and all of the Te Taitonga candidates. We've done a write-up of all the big parties and shorter write-ups of all the smaller parties as well. Mm-hmm. 15 of them or something. It's yes, there's a lot. Kind of crazy. And then looking at the cannabis and euthanasia referendums as well. And, oh, yeah, explaining what MMP is and, you know, the Māori role and the differences there. Because I cool. think there's quite a lot of information that's, like, I don't know, quite confusing and, like... Yes, um, it can Hard be. to digest. Yeah, it can so be. hopefully made to be more easily digestible. Uh, and I would say it's not endorsing this year, are you? Uh, any political parties, yes. you mean? Uh, no, I don't believe we have any plans to yep, do that. Yep. On Just on the basis that, you know, student issues are not partisan. You know, mm. we need to be able to work across the board regardless of who's in government mm. next. Yeah, yep. but there is the tertiary issues debate, so we'll clearly know where the parties sit on uh, issues that are important to students. Yes, we will be asking them what they're going to be doing for students. Yes, yes, um, so there you go. We'll find out. Don't need to endorse, you just know who's got the best policy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they can speak to themselves, right? That's, yeah. That's their role, to sell themselves to students. Exactly. Um, now all we've got to do is get those students who are, even, who, who are sold to get up on the Saturday morning and go and... Vote. To, to go and vote. In fact, you don't even need to get up on Saturday morning. You can get up any morning. That's right. In the preceding two and a half weeks yes. and vote. Yes, or that's right. if you really want to, I think you can do it by mail. You can even get up in the afternoon and do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't I think the voting booths <laughs> open until like 7pm. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> So just get out there, people. We've all seen the statistics. We all know that we're the worst. <laughs> we're great, however. <laughs> yeah, we, we are great. We are great. But uh, it's really important, and it's going to affect the next three years of your life. Uh, and it could even affect even longer than that. Well, it probably will, uh, considering legislation comes in and it doesn't just dissipate after a few years. That st- stuff is set in, well, not quite in stone. Well, but relative stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Parliamentary supremacy and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah exactly, um, exactly. Uh, well, fantastic. Thank you so much for coming in this morning. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. You're it's more great. than welcome. Uh, have a wonderful day. Um, I'm sure you're enrolled and everybody else should get enrolled. We and love enrolment. We do, we do. Oh. Well, I always say my two favourite things to do as a citizen is uh, the election to vote and do the... Um, the uh, why am I forgetting the name of it? Um, oh, don't worry. Oh, my brain. It's Monday <laughs> the morning. Is the census. It is the, the census. census. Oh, I couldn't get it out. Love I, lo- census. I love oh, the God. census. I, I love yeah. Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah. So I enroll. Enroll by the sixteenth to make it mm. easy. Yeah. And if you do want to enroll, there will be electoral commission people in the link. Yes. The Hunter Centre, the Commerce Building, and St David's. And what's the other place? Clubs and Socks. Yeah. Um, most days this week. Is the orange guy around? Uh, no, sadly. Oh, he came no. last We time. need to find an orange morph suit to oh. put the orange guy oh, in. Oh, yeah, let's sort um, that out. All right, but the electric question has dogs now. Ah. Oh. That's all you need. Yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> We've learned that over the years. Uh, right, thank you so much for coming in again. An absolute pleasure and uh, good luck this week. Thank you. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.